Hey there, this is Mike and you're listening to Feeling Twisty. I'm really glad you're here. Boldly assume that you are the one you want to be. Remain faithful to the assumption and see if it will not establish itself and become hardened into fact. And you will know then the one who really establishes all the ends of the earth. For your earth will be anchored down and bearing witness of the man, the woman that you have conceived yourself to be. Hmm. Boldly assume. Yeah. He makes it sound so easy, doesn't he? (laughs) Just assume it. Neville explains it so simply in his books and lectures. Knowing what you want, imagine a scene in a first-person, present-tense experience that implies that your wish has been fulfilled already. And live in the end. Go on about your life in the state of that wish fulfilled, knowing that it must come about, and it will. That's exactly what the Bible says, too. Mark 11.24 says, Whatever you ask for in prayer, be believing you have received it, and you will. Prayer is not begging something on the outside or going to a church and kneeling before a cross. Prayer, the word prayer, is made up of two Greek words, The first means motion toward, and the other means to wish. So we move in imagination when we pray into the state of the wish fulfilled. And then we live in the end, seeing the world from that new state. That's the be believing you have received it part of that verse. And you will express that state in your world. Just believe. (laughs) That's all you got to do. Maybe you were like me. So frustrated when I would think about that. How do I just believe? How do I boldly assume? I was so timid when it came to my desires and what I thought I deserved or thought what I thought was possible. I could just tell you that once you wake up for real and know beyond any doubt who you really are, then it all gets easier. It does. Oh, it really does. But that kind of talk doesn't really help or didn't help me in the beginning. Not at all. I would even get a little jealous of people who said that. I would scream in my mind at the the Facebook post, It isn't easy. Why do you keep saying that? (laughs) A couple of recent episodes, number 160 and 162, tie in with this one. In those, I talk about living in the actual end instead of focusing on the must-haves, those things we think are the end, but they're really just possible means to the actual end. And I talk about secondary causes. If I were being interviewed and the interviewer asked me to give me to give the listeners one line, one tip to take home, <laughs> I would say, Practice the art of imagining daily. Fortunately, this is my podcast, so I can say much more than that. (laughs) Neville likens imagining to playing a piano. 
To get really good at playing it, you have to practice. When I first read Neville saying that you must practice the art of imagining daily, it reminded me of middle school. I played the trumpet back then, and man, I hated practicing. I wanted to be the next Louis Armstrong, but I didn't like hearing that I had to actually practice to get there. Oh, it's too much work. Well, this isn't nearly as difficult as learning to play an instrument, and it's not work. Not at all. But I wouldn't be here right now in your ears telling you that if I hadn't made a decision to practice daily. 2020 calls it playing. I love that too. One day it hit me that what he was really trying to get across to me was that this should be fun. This shouldn't be work. It shouldn't be difficult. It shouldn't be a chore. I had not been making it fun, not at all. I didn't want to practice or play. I just wanted to get the one big desire. I want the money now. <laughs> I must have the money now. I would spend my days and nights focusing on imagining and then reimagining scenes that imply my one big money wish was fulfilled. I was frantic and all over the place, desperate. I would imagine a scene and then as soon as I started doubting or worrying or worrying about when I'll start doubting, <laughs> I would rush back to my bedroom or bathroom, somewhere private, and come up with another scene, a different scene, to imply my wish was fulfilled. Maybe this other scene will be better. Oh, man. I wasn't getting how this works. Even though I was out of the wheelchair for good, I healed myself. I still didn't trust myself enough to just surrender to the states of my wishes fulfilled. That trust developed as I practiced this art of imagining daily. I decided that I was going to go all out, buy the pearl of great price, and do it. The Bible tells us the same thing. Test yourselves to see if you're holding to the faith. Don't you realize that Jesus Christ is within you? And the same writer of that verse also wrote that Christ is the power and wisdom of God. I like the way Neville explains it. God is imagination, with a capital I, divine imagination. And God imagining, God in action, is Christ. And that's you, that's me. So I started to really put my faith to the test. My burning desire at the time was to be able to boldly assume any state and express that state in my life. That was my desire. So I did what Neville says to do. I asked myself, how would I feel if I were really good at imagining? And the answer to my question came up quickly. And I just sat there savoring that feeling for a few moments. I've mentioned before that I used to be a reporter, so I began looking at this whole thing as an investigative reporter would. As a reporter, I always wanted to get the most credible sources for a story. And in this case, I am the primary source. There are things I wanted to test, 
Do I have to use scenes or no scenes? What did I do when I assumed the feeling of the wish fulfilled? How did that feel? How long did it take? Is specific better than general or vice versa? I tested, practiced, and played in imagination daily. I didn't just focus on what I would have called the really important issues like money and health and relationships. I did, but I was playing, exploring. So I wanted to do more than just focus on the biggies. I would just pick things, silly things, nothing that was related to those big desires. I'll give you a couple of examples from right around this same time. I was sitting outside a hair salon waiting um, for my daughter. She was getting her hair cut and I was sitting in my truck and I was wondering, how can I play while I'm sitting here? As the cars passed along the street, I thought, I want to hear a horn honk, a specific one, bump, 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 just like that. Now, sitting there in the truck, I, I didn't close my eyes. I just imagined hearing that specific sound, and I put a time limit on it. When I heard the horn in imagination, I knew then that it was going to be that day. That was the time limit I placed on it. I didn't have to, but remember, I'm testing, I'm playing, I'm exploring. Well, we drove home after my daughter finished in the salon, and I didn't hear any bump, bump, bump. <laughs> and I didn't hear it uh, the rest of the afternoon as I ran errands through the city. But late that night, as I was brushing my teeth, I heard bump, bump, bump from a car passing on the street below, exactly as, as I had imagined the sound. All right, that worked. What next? Well, I love birds. You probably already know that if you've listened to my previous episodes. So I decided I wanted to see a hawk in the sky overhead the following day. I imagined looking up at the sky and seeing a hawk. The feeling I had was, ah, I did this, as I looked at the hawk in my mind. And then suddenly I decided I wanted to see a different bird. I want to see a blue bird. Not a blue jay, I see those all the time. I had never actually seen a bluebird with my own eyes, so I decided that I would see a bluebird. And I didn't imagine seeing a bluebird, no scene. I just decided, while I was still standing there brushing my teeth, that I would see a bluebird the following day. No conditions on it, except I did not want to see a picture of a bluebird. That was not a success in my book, not for this one. The following morning, driving my daughter to school, I looked up and there was my hawk circling above. A few hours later, I was at my bedroom window playing with clouds. I had read someone's comments on Facebook about that. This man had talked about how he likes to make holes in clouds to pass the time as he stands on his back porch smoking cigarettes. So that's what I was doing. I didn't have a cigarette, but I was playfully making holes in clouds. And as I was lost in the fun of that, I jumped back when a bird flew up to my window. It came up so fast I thought it was going to hit the glass. It just hovered there, flapping its wings. 
and the sunlight hit it, and I saw the beautiful blue and orange of the bluebird. It seemed to know what I was thinking, because as soon as I realized what I was seeing, it flitted off to join its friends. And I looked down onto my backyard, and there were over a dozen bluebirds playing around in the grass, probably searching for bugs and worms. I could spend hours, <laughs> hours and hours telling you stories of how I practice and play, but none of my stories are going to do you any good if you aren't doing it yourself. It's like a relationship. You build trust by getting to know the other person through interaction with them. Through your own experiences, you begin to trust them. And you do the same with yourself, your true self. You get to know imagination through your own experiences. The one being you can trust implicitly is yourself, your imagination. The more you get to know yourself, the easier it gets. Another way I played in consciousness was moving consciousness to other things, feeling myself as these other objects. In the lecture Esau and Jacob, Neville talks about how he practiced. There came this separation on different levels to show how you can pray. You can be anything in this world. I would take a piece of wood or a flower or an animal and try to feel myself as it. And finally, I could feel what it would be like to be a glass of water. For everything emanates from divine imagining, and I am it, so then I am everything. There is nothing but divine imagining, and it and human imagination are one. When I first read that, I thought, uh, really? <laughs> but I tested it. I've talked about this many times on here. I'm not going to do all that again. I want you to do it. Pick any object that you see and do what Neville did. Feel yourself as that object or that animal or that person even. If you really commit to playing in imagination daily, things will get easier and easier for you. You can't help but get to know yourself if you're experiencing self daily. If you do what I did and focus on the one big thing while refusing to explore who you really are, you'll be frustrated. You'll have more frustrating moments than successful ones. I was, it was like scattershot. I, you know, every now and then I would hit a target, successfully imagine a desire fulfilled. But I had plenty of other failures or misses because I didn't really trust myself. I didn't understand. I didn't understand who I really am. So why not really commit to discovering the power that you are? As you do, you'll realize the truth of Job 22:28. You will decide on a matter and it will be established for you and light, consciousness, will shine on your ways. So how are you playing? Let me know. I love you. This is Feeling Twisty.